0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Qianli Ziwai, a thousand miles. This is Estella, and this is a special edition to celebrate our 60th episode. I'm sure by now you're all very familiar with the origin of the name of our show. Qianli Ziwai was a quote originally from Mencius, describing someone who was incredibly arrogant and didn't want to let anyone get within a thousand miles of him. But our show is here to bring everyone far away to learn Chinese with us. We've introduced 10 idioms from the final imperial dynasty in China, the Qing dynasty, lasting from 1644 to 1912 AD. It was an era famous for its initial prosperity and tumultuous final years and for being only the second time that China was now ruled by the Han Chinese people. The Qing Dynasty was another momentous time in Chinese history, especially during the rule of the longest reigning Chinese emperor, who ruled for 61 years. He created the most extensive maps of China up to that time, crushed military threats, and additionally, his policies created an explosion in the exportation of goods, most notably cotton, silk, tea, and ceramics followed by Kangxi was his son Yongzheng and then to his grandson Qianlong of the Qing dynasty. The Qing dynasty owed its prosperity to Kangxi which continued until the initial years of the Qianlong period. Then the Qing dynasty had a steep downturn that eventually caused the whole empire to fall into chaos. Just like all dynasties throughout history, it's an inevitable cycle wherein history repeats itself. However, the Qing dynasty was in a particularly bad position. The government by this point was crumbling from within due to rampant corruption, while external forces were wreaking havoc on the populace. It's also estimated that nearly 40 million people in the Qing dynasty were addicted to opium, which earned people from China the nickname Sick of East Asia, and later caused endless suffering and Humiliation. The glory of the Qing dynasty had long since faded. Today, we are going to take a break from the normal routine and talk briefly about the history behind a cultural belief in China and Taiwan. When people live in troubled times, they tend to look backwards instead of looking forward. The prospects of a bleak future often make people long for the glories of the past. The late Qing can be compared to the Three Kingdom period. 三国时期, it was a divided and chaotic era where society was rife with conflicts and suffering. In such times, one who treats others with decency and dignity is a rarity, and thus idolized and even worshipped. Guan Yu was considered to be this type of figure who was both loyal and honest he was wholly committed to those he served if you haven't listened to any of our episodes from Guo Qi, please go back to episodes 11 to 18 which highlight some of the epic stories of Chinese history so how did Guan Yu end up being deified as Guan Sheng Di Jun also known as guang gong even today, you can go to Guanshen Dijin's temple to pray, ask questions, or have your fortunes by throwing divination blocks, which we call zhi The divination blocks are made of wood and are shaped like half moons. They are always thrown as a pair, and the answer is interpreted based on the configuration of the blocks, a yes is indicated by one block facing up, and the other facing down. A no is where both blocks face down. And if both face up, then that means try it again. If you throw and the blocks indicate yes, you then go to draw a wooden stick which corresponds to a small slip of paper. It is believed that the poem printed on it will hold the answer to your question. Perhaps even more frequently, people come to Guan Shen Di Jun to solve mysteries that can't be explained by science. Remember that we talked a lot about ghosts. Gui, or monster, Yao Guai related idioms and stories in many of the previous 10 episodes in the Qing Dynasty? People believed that only the brave and fierce ancestors from ancient times were capable of protecting them from being haunted by those evil spirits. Guan Yu was seen as being a paragon of virtue and was thus promoted to the status of God of War. I personally went to communicate with Guan Shen Jun a few months back when I had sore throat that lasted an unusually long time even after testing negative for COVID and the flu. My lungs looked extremely healthy in the x-rays and the doctors didn't even see any indication of what was causing my throat to feel swollen. However, I just felt terrible and I had almost completely lost my voice eventually someone recommended a traditional remedy at the temple i asked guan yu if i was being haunted by evil spirits when i threw the blocks and got a yes i threw them again and asked if he could help me fight them off i got another yes for my final question i asked when he thought it would be a good time for me to come back and deal with it, and I gave options of my available dates. After throwing the box, I got a yes for the following day. The next morning, I took part in a ceremony where I chanted sutras in the temple for almost two hours. It was a breezy spring day, and the whole process was pleasant and peaceful. In what seemed like no time at all, I was back to normal, and the sore throat was gone. To be clear, I'm not promoting superstition over medicine or suggesting that praying to whichever god or gods you believe in is better than seeing a doctor. When you get sick, I'm just sharing a part of my culture and relaying an experience that I had that was mystifying and personally profound. That's all for today. I hope you enjoyed the story and have learned a bit more about Guan Sheng Di Jun. The content was from the references and scripted by Mandarin X 中文课. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram for more Chinese learning. See you next time.